0: Welcome to the podcast The Stories of Modern Kazakh Prose In this podcast we will be retelling selected stories from 20th century Kazakh literature which was born out of and transformed the unique oral traditions that historically preserved Kazakhstan's rich heritage of images, narratives and poems Contemporary authors from Zhusebek Aymavutov and Makzhan Zumabaev to Mukhtar Avezov and Anuara Limzhanov have created prose that defines the modern Kazakh nation. With this podcast, we hope to open up their world to a wider audience.
1: Muhtar Maghavan is a Kazakh writer, publicist, translator and researcher of Kazakh folklore. In 1997, he received an international award from the Foundation of Artists and Writers of Turkey for services to the Turkic world. The award was presented to him by the then President of the Republic of Turkey, Suleyman Demirel. Marawin translated into Kazakh a collection of selected stories by Somerset Moem as well as Genry Haggard's novel King Solomon's Minds. In the story Death of a Borzoi," Marawin uncovers latent rejection, hidden protest and other social problems created during the sedentarization of the Kazakh steppe, all told through the eyes of a dog. Death of a Borzoi by Mukhtar Magawin. A feeble dog climbed up the hill in search of a scent of its master. He felt lonely and hurt without his human. He approached the mound, dragging his exhausted, pain filled body along the ground and sniffing anew each time. Finally, the Borzoi felt a sense of relief. His master was here, close by. His master was lying under this mount. The Bozoi thought about his childhood how his master had managed to save him from a strange black dog that attacked him, had taken care of him and nursed him. The puppy, whom his master named Lashun, had learned to divide people into two groups, his masters and strangers. One day, a boy arrived. His master's son, Adil, had returned from school. At the festive table they start talking about the Tazar breeds of Kazakh greyhounds (Borzoi). It turned out that Lashan was a descendant of the famous Borzoi Peskar. At the table people talked about how the puppy would make a good hunting dog. It was a happy time for Lashan; he played with Adil and ran in the steppe all day long. Lushan's favourite pastime was catching the tail of a fox, which Adel had previously attached to a long stick and teased Lushan with. The puppy and Adel were inseparable. <laughs> Sometimes the boy's mother, Camilla, would even scold them for their mischievous games. Outside the village... Lashan was aware of a lots of smells, and particularly the smell of a fox tail, which he wanted to pursue. Over the summer, the barzoi grew and started looking more like an adult dog. He was curious about the state of the things. Why did the horse, which was stronger than the man and could, when angry, destroy a fence, follow the man's orders? Similarly. Why did a bull with horns, a scary camel, a neighbor's dogs, all obey a man? One day, Lashen saw his long-time enemy, the black dog Bardasok, who had beaten him in a childhood. Adel tried to protect his dog, hitting the black dog with a stone and causing him to run away. Lashen was astonished. If such a small boy could defeat a terrible dog, what could adult men do? Lashan became convinced that there was someone in this world who possessed mighty, invincible powers. By controlling those powers, he would do anything he wanted. And the owner of these powers was called man. Adel returned to school, and Lashan was looked after the boy's father, Kaza. Over the fall, the greyhound grew stronger while his owner brought many books home. With the first snow, his master took him out hunting. They saw many footprints in the snow. Lashen smelled the fluffy tail of a fox, but his master held him back so as not to frighten the prey. Once they drew closer, Kazar released the dog who ran with all his might after the fox. Lashan did not understand what he should do but run instinctively after the prey. The farther the fox ran, the angrier Lashan became. When he finally caught the fox, he beat it and brought it to his owner, who hit the fox, leaving it lifeless on the ground. His master then praised Lashan for a long time, which the dog really liked. As Lashan became a skilled hunting dog, everyone in the village was a giving fox fur hat. Soon, the Borzoi was the talk of the region. One day when Kazo, who now coughed incessantly, had taken a draught of alcohol and lain down inside, covered in blankets, Lashan met the same black dog that had crippled him as a child. He defeated him in a fight. Blood filled the Borzoi's eyes. Seeing nothing in front of him, he continued to strangle Bardasok. Only an unexpected blow made him come to his senses. For a moment, it seems to Lashen that his spine had cracked, been broken in two. For Yosinzol... Bardasok's master had kicked him with all his might with his steel-toed boot. Kaze, who had heard the sound of dogs fighting, jumped up, limping, rushed out into the street to Yesinzol.
0: What are you beating my dog for? he shouted. Beating it? Why? I'll skin the height of it. The height? Why, you. Who are you? ha ah, <laughs> So you don't know yet? Isinjo yes, laughed. You'll find out. I'll make sure you do. You'll go the way of your Nagasha. My Nagashas got nothing to do with you. Said Kaze, suddenly quietening down. And don't go threatening me. People say you can bend the truth, but you can't break it. I spilled my blood. Everyone knows that. There. Kaze bent down slightly and slapped one palm against his wooden leg. Oh, sweetheart! We know all about goody-goodies like you! Angels with little wings, that's all you are! As Ysingzhol's voice rose higher, it started trembling, growing more and more agitated, until it broke into a shout. Do you think everyone's gone blind and let their guard down? Not everyone! We have eyes and ears too! What kind of books are you collecting in that kazalata of yours? Huh? What kind of books are they, I say? What do you mean? What kind of books? The kind that Soviet publishing houses publish. They're published by traitors like that, Nagash of yours. You're all cut from the same clothes. Do you think I don't know what kind of books Isinjan's son this student got from you this summer? All German and American. And what do you force on the people who can read here? Old books. Old ones. Books that mourn for the past. They wrote about them in the newspapers. They should have been burned ages ago, but you keep them hidden away. Maybe you can tell me what for, huh? Nothing today? Say nothing then, but honest people won't keep quiet. Shut your full mouths, you despicable scum! Kazay exclaimed, grabbing Isinzhol by the collar. The neighbors had already crowded around them on all sides. There, you worthy people, just look! Said Yenshul, raising his hands, "Just look! His borzoi tore my dog to pieces, and now he wants to kill me." You can be a witness. Without any effort, Jol freed his collar from Kaz's unclenched fingers and pushed Kaz away. He looked down at his enemy, who had collapsed awkwardly into the snow. You. Miserable drunk! He exclaimed abruptly, then snorted in disgust and walked away.
1: The master continued to drink and everyone in the house was afraid of him when he was drunk. One day the store ran out of alcohol Kaze came home when his wife began to scold him. Kaze unfastened his prosthetic leg and began to play the Dombra. He produced amazing music. In those melodies, Lashen could almost smell grass and earth. The next day they went hunting. At the beginning of the hunt they encountered their hare, which Lashen could not catch. Sometime later, the dog smelled an unfamiliar smell. The tracks looked like those of a large dog, but the smell was of an enemy. After some time, he saw a grey dog-like figure in the distance. But the smell was different from the local dogs. Lashan, operating of instinct, wanted to bite him in the throat and knock him over. But the enemy, a wolf turn out to be strong. He managed to bite Lashan on his side and tear off a hunk of the dog's flesh. But in the heat of the fight, Lashan did not even notice this. In the end, the victory went to Lashan. He brought the beast to his master. After this kill, Lashan required lengthy treatment His master too, fell ill and he was taken away in an unknown car. When he finally returned home, Master Kazur was much thinner and had a persistent cough. One day, (laughs) Kazur did not wake up. The dog did not understand what was happening, but the master's body was taken away to a distant mountain, in vain. Lashan waited for him to come back. Adel came home from school, but he was a changed person, grumpy and unsmiling. Kaza's wife cried all day long. Lashan felt lonely as never before. He went unfed for several days at a time. But his pride did not allow him to footage from trash cans. Sometimes he would feed a wild mice. One night, quietly knocking on the window, the hated Isinjol came and put some alcohol on the table. His master's wife welcomed him and they both retired to another room. Lashen heard strange noises, as if Isinjol was strangling the mistress. He ran in and beat Isinjol on the rear, His master wife kicked him out of the house. Lashen had never lived on the street, which meant that he was even sadder. One day, when the first snow fell, Lashen, out of habit, ran outside the village in the hope that the master would return and they would go hunting. When he caught a fox, he felt incredibly loneliness. There was no master to him to bring this prey. Lashen decided to run to his master's grave and bring him up the fox. Along the way, Lashen came across a trap that had been forgotten by hunters. The dog injured his paw. It bled profusely. After suffering for several days, Lashen crawled to his master's grave and died there. Mukhtar Marawin wrote this story through the eyes of a dog. It tells the life story of a dog, its struggles and its relations with others, people, other animals and nature as whole. Yet the dog is part of the national social story. It's not a coincidence that he is one of the last purebred Taza, a product of Kazakh dog breeding, a part of Kazakh culture that was attacked during collectivization. As such, the Borzoi Lashan represents the unbroken part of Kazakh spirit. While humans move away from their roots in the process of rapid Soviet modernization, Animals, particularly Kazakh animals, seem to be the last bastion holding on to the navigate ways of life.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please stay subscribed to us on your favorite podcast platforms. This podcast is produced by the Abai Center at the George Washington University and sponsored by JSC Altinalmas. Author and writer Dina Sabirova. Narrator Madina Moldagali. Actor Elnur Beldanov, And engineer Eldar Kudaibergen. The executive producer of this podcast is Aitolkin Kurmanova.